Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. This is January 23rd, 2023. And this is Fightful, talking WWE Raw, Triple X, 30, whatever it may be. We're here to talk about it. We got the Royal Rumble this weekend. Myself and Denise Salcedo will both be there. We're attending a press conference live right after the show. But don't worry, we're kicking our post-show off right after the Royal Rumble. Will Washington and Professor Nick Harrison will lead you off. And then whenever the press conference is over, uh, Denise and I are going to join, whether that be for a brief amount of time to share the live experience or a full-on review. We'll kind of decide as it happens, but we're going to be feeding Will information from the presser as well. So make sure you guys are here. We've got a ton of Royal Rumble coverage. I'll tell you more about that in a minute. We got Denise Salcedo here right now. Denise, how you doing? 
I'm doing pretty good, man. I don't remember the last time I was this excited to really talk about Raw. It felt really special, especially um, really the first two hours I thought were really strong with the one hour, with the first hour being incredibly strong. Um, the last hour, I will say, kind of felt, you know, just didn't didn't really do that good. The third hour could have been plugged into like any other Raw, but I did love the first two hours and I thought like there was a lot to get into for the show. There's a lot to get into. I'm really excited about it. Guys, if you're watching live, leave a thumbs up, subscribe. That stuff helps us so much. Uh, this week, we have interviews with Kofi Kingston and uh, Victor Benjamin coming on uh, our YouTube channel. Uh, we also dropped the Inside the Royal Rumble 3 video, but there's a full article that goes on along with that. Uh, I've done like three of these long-form features now. I love the Royal Rumble. But last year, I did not love the Royal Rumble. It was one of the worst shows I ever attended. It was one of the biggest messes. It was a nightmare. It was horrible. So go ahead and check that out, guys, inside the Royal Rumble 3. But if you want to get your question or statement read on the air here tonight on Fightful, donate a super chat here at youtube.com slash Fightful or over at humperchats.com, H-U-M-P-E-R, chats.com. That gets your question or statement read on the air. And the benefit of Humper Chats is you can leave those before we go on the air as well. There's so much stuff coming to you this week over on Fightful Select. Jimmy Van will be doing a Q&A since I'm traveling. But Denise, last week we did the Fightful Awards, the first ever Fightful Awards. I'd say it went pretty well. How was that? I know that there was a lot of, you know, online conversation about <laughs> it. You know, I don't really look at that stuff. You know, I'm really good at not looking at all like the negativity or people fighting sure. online. I avoid all of that. But the information gets relayed to me every now and then. But the way that I saw it was, hey, at least people are talking about it. Oh, I, I loved it. And uh, I don't know how much of the stuff that you saw. I mean, obviously, we saw Dax's very, very oh, emotional. Yeah, was Sorry, what was that? I said that was good. Dax's emotional speech. Tony Khan accepted uh, his award. Chelsea Green, Matt Cardona, L or uh, Effie, Alley Cat. We had a lot of people. MJF accepted the award for plane ticket of the year. He said, but I gotta say, I, uh, Jade Cargill uh, mentioned winning hers online. I gotta say, Jamie Hader's response is my favorite. Did you see it? I saw. Yeah, I saw. Just to share it, guys. People said that it was rigged. She goes, the comments say this was rigged. You're right. I subscribed many, many times and voted only for me. You did a terrible read of that because some are caps and some are well, low. Listen, so you got to hit some harder than the others. I was trying to read it in the accent too. So, I mean, it was- There was it an was... accent in there? Yeah, I was doing my best. But listen, I just want to say, I encourage all of you to sign up to FightfulSelect.com 20 times. Steal your parents' credit card if you have to. Uh, tell tell your mom, tell your grandma. If they're dead, dig them up. You Use their stuff too. Whatever you got to do, FightfulSelect.com, and you can vote as well. Uh, we're going to be handing out a lot of those physical awards this week here at Rupp Arena. <laughs> In Lexington. Sorry, Sean, I'm still laughing at that. Hi, I'm Sean Ross Sapp. Here's your award. Congratulations. You you think that you're way funnier than you actually I are. I want to be there for that. Can you please record yourself, please? Well, I'm giving them to a PR person at, at AEW. Then okay, well, can you record them. yourself doing that? To the, to the 
Hello, John. Would you like these awards? I brought them on a dolly. Yeah, that's what My I'm going to do. There's a bunch of boxes, though, so we're going to have to go ahead and bring them all in, but I'm pretty sure all the talent's going to be happy-ass <gasps> pigs and shit. Why did you have me sounding like I'm on the radio in 1962? Like, what? And that's a saying that you do, by the way. The happiest pigs and shit. Yeah? Yeah, you told me that one time. Yeah. Have you ever heard as nervous as a cat shitting razor blades? Yeah, you use that one on here, too. There you go. There you go. Well, anyway, leave a thumbs up. There's a whole lot uh, to talk about uh, this week. Denise and I will be there. We're going to be doing media. A lot of cool stuff there. We already got some super chats. Izzy says, want to start off by saying go Chiefs. You better root for them. They're going to need it. Uh, Will says, Kitty goes meow. Sure. The Line Drive says, on a side note, Sean, hope I run into you at the Rumble. It's my hometown and first big four pay-per-view attending. Going to be a fun weekend. I'll be around. I'll be, I don't know exactly where they're going to have us because, um, I mean, maybe, maybe we'll be out and about. Maybe we'll be mingling denise doesn't like to, to to mingle with the plebs as she says like that's i'm that's sorry the, why are you making you me out them, to seem like some sort of diva you call them plebeians is what i you don't even i've never that word's not even in my vocabulary you i've never plebs. used that word in my yeah. life denise calls you oh, all yeah. plebs all the time when we're off the air it's i don't even rude, know what that means i don't know uh by the way fightfulselect.com today had some pretty big news a monster uh, pitch within WWE. They contacted Stone Cold Steve Austin fairly recently uh, for a match with Roman Reigns, I'm told. FightfulSelect.com had that. It had early notes from our Kofi interview. It had a bunch of Raw 30 spoilers and the plans. Tomorrow, we're going to have some AEW contract news. We're going to have uh, producers backstage news from Raw 30. Uh, tonight, we had info on a segment that got cut short that we are about to talk about force of will says good first hour became a wet fart after that. I disagree. Um, now I think that that Hogan popping it up or popping up was a wet fart. He just went out there said, here I am, brother, what you going to do? Philadelphia Eagles, yada, yada. Uh, he had to mention the Philadelphia Eagles or else they weren't giving a shit about him at this stage. Denise. I understood half of what he said because he kept getting cut off by the mic with the by the microphone. And I thought, oh, no, what a terrible way to kick off the show. It was bad. And it, it got to the point where I thought, are they running an angle here with the mics? What's going on? Because when the guy came out in the background, usually they're a lot more subtle than that. And for some reason, this was just a really bad start to uh, to Raw. So, yeah. Ooh. Not a lot to really add to that. KE775 says, what Rumble surprises did you expect on Saturday? So I know a lot of old timers on the women's side of things like kind of contacted WWE. And some of them were told, we're happy with what we have as far as a roster goes. Because last year, they didn't really have much of a roster. And they had to lean on a lot of, of legends. FightfulSelect.com reported uh, last week that they, they had been pitching unconventional surprises. Uh, Omar Diaz, uh, by the way, the surprises I expect. What do they mean I, by unconventional? I think maybe just NXT or somebody who's kind of around a little bit more. Uh, I would have loved to have seen Sean Waltman, but considering he was on Raw 30, I wonder if we would. So that's the one that I would like to see. I would like to see Wendy Chu pop up too. I keep saying that. Omar says 90% Cody, 9% Sami Zayn, 1% Vince Royal Rumble winner. It is a 0% chance. Vince is not winning the Royal Rumble. He ain't going to be in it. What would you do? What would you do? What would you do for like there and all of a sudden Vince comes in, wins the Rumble just for shits and giggles? What would you do? 
I don't know if I would be able to continue like covering WWE Raw, like post shows and stuff like that. Like, I don't know if I could. <laughs> Can you imagine was... that press conference? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be it'd be real cute. Let me tell you. Uh, Tom Brady says, if you had to put a percentage on where Jay White goes, where would that be? I would say 75% WWE, about 10% AEW, and about maybe another 10% staying in New Japan somehow, and then maybe 5% Impact. Meaty Knobs says the first hour was amazing. They could have had Flair wrestle Hogan for two hours after that, and I still would have called the show great. Oh, boy. Well, I'll tell you what I thought was great. The opening video for Raw. Like, I love the opening video showing all those moments. And, like, occasionally they'd sneak in, like, oh, and here's Judgment Day. And I'm like, ah, come on now. That turn wasn't that good. They're, they're fun now. But, eh. But what what are you thinking? Uh, what would you think of the opening video that, that kind of highlighted the 30 years that we've experienced? What can I say? It makes you feel good. That's all, man. You look back mm-hmm. and you go, oh, yeah, that was nice. Oh, that was a moment. Wow, we really lived through all of that. Those are great moments. That yeah. was literally what was going through my head during this and throughout the night because we kept seeing them, uh, you know, little uh, clips, photos and moments and things like that. And, you know, you're expecting that when you're doing a show like this, celebrating 30 years you I was expecting to see all of this so this was nice it was just nostalgia at its finest the ultimate pleb says the Bengals eat the Chiefs lunch this weekend and head to the Super Bowl and clip the Eagles wings yes that is probably going going to happen that's what I expect to happen uh aftermath pro wrestling podcast says Denise annotating SRS's top-notch entertainment glad you like it and Maddie B wrestling says Thanks for all you guys do. It's been almost a year since my mom and stepdad passed in the same month, but you guys were always here to get me through. Fightful rules. Missed Rocker Austin tonight. Yeah, no Rocker Austin, but I didn't really expect them tonight. But I just want to say sorry for your loss as well. And glad that we could help you out because uh, you guys coming and talking wrestling with us always helps us out too. But uh, yeah, Denise, were you expecting Rock or Austin here for any I reason? I wasn't expecting The Rock, but I did have a little bit of hope for Austin. I mean, and actually, but, and when I mean little hope, I mean like 0.01% hope. I wasn't really expecting anything. Did our Fightful Select report contribute to that at all? No, I was already yeah. just feeling it. Well, I love Did I bum you this. out? Sorry, Sean. Yes, there you go. I'll change my answer for you just Thank to you. boost your spirits. Thank you. Uh, this opening segment, <clears throat> the tribal court of Sami Zayn, my God. So they were going to do the acknowledgement ceremony. Rikishi got sick. Afa and Sika didn't travel. This was a fantastic pivot. This was great because we keep getting closer and closer to it, Denise. The turn that we know is going to happen. And I think it's got to be Sami Zayn turning, but Roman Reigns, asks Paul Heyman to present the case. And Paul Heyman has a full-on video of showing Sami Zayn in times he could have helped out. Roman has seen enough. By the way, crowds chanting ECW. They're, they're baby-facing Paul Heyman. So what Paul Heyman does is he's like, that's dead. Tribal Chief is alive. Unlike your Philadelphia Eagles, who are going to get beaten by the San Francisco 49ers, who I think are Roman's favorite team. I think that's legitimately his favorite team. So he's sticking up the ones and all that stuff. Oh, man. I thought that that Solo was about to do it. Solo is just loyal. He's going to do whatever Roman tells him to do. But Jay Uso stops him. 
Now, Denise, Jay Uso says he's got his own video he put together. My question to you is what editing software is Jay Uso using to put together his video that he showed? I don't know. It is for sure Windows Movie Maker, the original edition that you can't even download anymore. He is absolutely using that with minimal options, anything like that. He is running Windows XP still with Windows Movie Maker. I am convinced. Your thoughts? Okay, well, yeah, I mean, but there's the thing, though. If it's supposed to be that he put it together, it's not supposed to be some perfectly beautiful edited video that somebody from WWE production would normally do, okay? Well, that's the thing. It was the exact same production. It used the same fonts and everything. I want to know, like, did Jay find out what Paul <laughs> Heyman's editor zero, used? Sean, out of everything that happened in this tribal core, whatever the hell we were calling it, I put zero thought into the editing of this video. Oh, I was just the- laughing at Paul Heyman because he was super reaching with the elbow with like, look at him. He touched Roman's elbow. Yes, yes. He said it was the schoolyard shoulder block. Uh, but... Even even then, Roman smiled through it. Like, he didn't care in the moment. But watching it back, he was pretty pissy. Staler says, any chance KO signed Sammy's name on the contract? I'd be shocked. But Ultimate Pleb says, any word on if Sa- WDB is considering Sammy for this year's Rumble winner? It's possible. Because as of early December, he was planned to face Roman before Mania. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash Fightful. I don't know how that's adjusted. MC Scammer says, Denise, sorry, your Sean is so off, but what a fun bloodline segment. I thought it was a lot of fun because the guy that has doubted Sammy the most, Denise, stood up for him and Roman said, you better thank him. This is a stay of execution. Sean, you haven't even let me get my thoughts in on this segment. Because I wanted to cover the segment. I know, but you just sped past it. I was like trying to get some thoughts out there. But anyway. Sure, you you can offer your thoughts now. Here you are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for offering me this time to do so. You're welcome. Okay, so there's a lot that I kind of want to dive into in regards to this because um, how do I explain this? This whole situation, 
when we did the abrupt the abrupt change of the segments, I kind of started to get a little worried where I'm like, oh, I really hope this doesn't feel like a super last minute or, you know, I, I, I was really worried about what we were actually going to get content wise in regards to this. And when the whole thing started breaking down and Paul Heyman was doing his little videos and this and that, I thought that was hilarious because he was supposed to be like overreaching and, you know, trying to make these real claims based off of these a stuff that really wasn't anything much of a big deal. So then on top of that, when Jay Uso all of a sudden comes out and says, oh, I'm, you know, I made a video in defense of Sami Zayn and this and that. It was one of those things that the second that we came back after that video and we panned to that shot of uh, Sami Zayn and his facial reaction in that moment, he had like teary eyed, like his jaws going a little bit sideways because he's reacting to this video in terms of like being so, uh, you know, the emotion that I got from that was that he was thankful that Jay would go out of his way to help him, uh, uh, help him out in this situation because his whole defense was that he didn't have a defense, right? And so he was kind of taking the, you know, the, the honest way out. And so that for me, like that specific moment with the way that Sami Zayn reacted, it added so much to this. And now like we had already had, you know, we go all the way back to where Jay Uso was the one that hated Sami Zayn back in the day. He hated him. He didn't want nothing to do with him. He was fed up with his shit and this and that. And to see Jay Uso be the one to essentially come out and, you know, defend his friend in this moment when he most needed it. It was something that I thought was really cool because now when the turn happened, Sean, whether it's when, when let's just say Sami Zayn is the one that does turn on the bloodline since I'm leaning more towards that direction now. It's going to be pretty messed up because you're going to be like, damn, Jey Uso stood up for you, man. And you're turning on him like that to me is so messed up. And I know that it's going to be messed up. And now I love that they added that element because not only is it going to hurt of the whole, you know, the whole breakup of the bloodline and this and that. It's it's not just going to be like, oh, the Roman Sami Zayn portion of it. Now there's going to be. The added Uso, Sami Zayn portion of it. So it does add uh, those layers to it. So for me, that was something that kind of uh, really got me on this. And I'm curious to see what's going to go down at the Rumble with Roman Reigns saying he has one final test and this and that coming up. Man, this was top-notch stuff all the way through. I love the way that they thought all of this out in terms of what they did with this first opening portion. Yeah, I'm really excited for how this plays out because, as you mentioned, there are the layers of, of Jay and Sammy now after Sammy worked so hard to gain Jay's trust. Jimmy was there for him the whole way. Like, Jimmy has always been there for him. Solo has been there for him when he's told to be there for him. So, for, for him, he's emotionless, and I feel like that's important. Like, he is their new Umaga. He is emotionless. He is an ass kicker. He's doing what, what he's told to do. Jimmy has always been loyal to Sammy and always embraced him because he was told to embrace him from the jump, and he did. Jay, that had to be earned, heavily earned. So now I'm I'm really excited to see the emotion here because this leads right into an absolute humper of a tag match. But we're going to get through some of these super chats first. Izzy says, compared to Raw 25 and Raw 1000, where did this show land for you? Thanks for everything. Select is the best. So much value for only five bucks. I had a blast watching this show. This was fun. Raw 1000 was pretty special, though. I thought that was was a, a really great one. Uh, Raw 25 absolutely sucked. 
They do good jobs with these shows, though, because I do feel like it's easy to put a show together where there's a lot of nostalgia involved in it. So I feel like these shows, well, these shows tend to do pretty, pretty well. 25 sucked. I thought tonight they did really great highlighting legends and making other people look good with yes. those legends, yes. as opposed to being like, hey, here's the revival. They're going to get beat up by 50 year olds. Terry Allen Jr. says 2K23 thoughts. Showcase mode, different approach. I like that. I like that War Games is going to be in there. I'll tell you what, Denise and I will be telling you a lot more about what we think of 2K23 on February 2nd. Force of Will says the cage match. Actually, we'll, we'll put that with the cage match to our, our good moderator, Luis. But uh, Vin says, uh, we should appreciate seeing Hulk, Flair, Hart. It won't last forever. Uh, they know how to work a crowd. SRS Bengals cost me some money. Lesson learned. Got him on the Chiefs. Denise 316 attire. Loving it. Booking ain't easy. Uh, I mean, uh, I love the booking is not easy line. We'll get to that. I don't care to see Hulk Hogan anymore. I saw Hulk Hogan way past his expiration date before. Same with Ric Flair. Bret Hart, it's a little different for me. To me, Bret Hart hasn't been done to death there. Uh, But whenever he pops up, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. I don't need to see Hulk Hogan come out and wave to a crowd anymore. I don't need to see Ric Flair introduce his daughter anymore just so the next time that she turns heel, it's on him again. I've seen it a hundred times. I don't need to see it again. It just ain't ain't for me. But I, I understand if some people do like it, that's fine. Christopher Carl says, any chances of Naomi returning at the Rumble in the bloodline with the Cody promos? Is it too obvious he'll win? So before we get into this tag match, yeah, the Cody segments, like they're they're leaning in heavily into the Cody vignettes, which I mean they should. He's not going to be at TV every week, Denise. They're they're playing this up heavily. There's a couple good options, I think. There is one, he wins. Cool. Two, he doesn't. And there's a good story there with that. I think either way you go could be pretty solid if they do it right. Yeah, I agree because I think a lot of it depends to me like on what this, what goes down with Sami Zayn because uh, if Sami Zayn's in the rumble, I'm going to be rooting for Sami Zayn on this one. And if he's not, then I'm going for Cody. Yeah, I, I think, man, and if it came down to Cody and Sami Zayn. That's what I've been saying. I've been talking about this scenario, by the way. Who would you go for? Because for me, if it came down to Sammy and Cody, I'd have to go with Sammy. Yeah. Um, but if like if, if they were the final two, if Cody ends up eliminating Sammy, right? How is the crowd going to react to that? Oh, thank man. you, thank you. I've been saying this. Oh boy. Uh, Mr. Acosta says, I know I'm still in the moment, but that tribal court segment was an all-timer. Is it, Do you consider that one an all-timer, Denise? Hell yeah, man. There was so much emotion in that. I don't know how long it went. I mean, it felt long, but not like in a bad way whatsoever. Uh, I'm sorry, but like all of, I loved the whole emotion part of it. I loved how uh, we saw like a stripped down Sami Zayn, where instead of being like, you know, all crazy like he normally is, he was just, you know, taking it. It was what it was. Everything that Paul Heyman said to him, he just took it and then, uh, you know, went out, went with the direction of having no defense. The way that Roman Reigns snapped at him and then finally Sami Zayn defending himself and talking about how this has 
hurt him. Uh, the whole, you know, I already talked about the part with Jay and all of that. So uh, how I would put this up there. That was one of the things I was thinking about too, actually. How, you know, we had just come off of this Good Memories uh, Raw intro. And then I thought, oh, well, that's really great that for this Raw 30, we ended up having one that I think a lot of fans, especially fans that are even younger and, uh, you know, younger fans, once they get older, they're going to look back at this, I would guess, fondly maybe. Living Dead Frank says the first hour was impeccable bloodline rules. I mean, this one best storyline in our, I mean, look at in the ring, our fightful awards. It had the best manager. It had the best storyline, Sami Zayn in, in the bloodline and the best faction, the bloodline. And this is an example of why they were so popular and why they won it. Uh, now, people have kept asking this in the chat. This is the first person to actually send a super chat about it. Is Rock Roman dead? Nothing's ever dead in wrestling. Anything's possible. I don't know. I haven't heard anything uh, to update that. You best believe if I hear anything like that on anything, I'm going to have it on FightfulSelect.com. Guarantee you. Sheldon says, if Cody eliminates Sammy to win the Rumble, maybe WWE will do what AEW fans wanted, a Cody Rhodes heel turn. Well, I think right now, if you've got babyface left in Cody Rhodes, you go that way, Denise, because WWE is not as not as great at building babyfaces. I mean, AEW is very Cody good at as building. a heel right now. I think there's a lot. I would I would stick with him right now as a baby face for sure. Yeah, I would too. If you've got him as a baby face, I say stick with him. I say rock with it. Joel, what's the percentage? Wood says the guy that has doubted Sammy is the one who defended him, and the guy who always saved him was the one to try and persecute him or prosecute him. Uh, excellent storytelling. What could be prosecute or persecute there? It was great storytelling. Like a lot of times. Paul Heyman has been the cheerleader, but he's also been really shady. He's been trying to stir some shit up an awful lot lately. Uh, Joel, what's the percentage? Wood said the final test is going to be Roman telling Sammy to finish off KO, and Sammy won't be able to do it. Uh, yeah. I don't know anymore. I'm I don't so know excited anymore. I don't know. I'm going to be so sad. I'm excited oh to watch God, the I Royal Rumble. Oh my God, I do something really heartbreaking and then they pan to the crowd and then I come out with like one tear. <laughs> <laughs> I would die of embarrassment. Oh, I'm so excited. What would Anti you do, Sean, if you got caught doing one of those fan reactions? Oh, man. Well, I think we'll be in a press box. So. I know, uh, if but... If they're God, doing just, it up there, that's well, dirty. Just, just go with it. It's just, that's what do you dirty. call it? Uh, I forgot what it's called. Anti and Brick says, any predictions on how the Sammy turn goes? Do you think it'll be during the KO match after after the Rumble? I don't know. So there are so many spots, Denise. It could be during the Rumble. It could be during the KO match. It could be after how about the now? match. What title is this one for? Is this for both of them? WWE Royal are we talking Rumble. about the actual match? The actual match, because they've been getting clever. Both, and, right? I, well, they've been getting clever in announcing... Okay, oh, it is for both of them. Yeah. It's for both of them, yeah. Uh, I think it's got to be in an aggressive thing. Like, Sammy's got to turn. He's He's got to be the one. I'm too Perce sad. I don't even want to think about it. Percentage chance of Rock entering the Rumble? I'd say 10%. I would go Cyclops, like zero or one. Cy Cyclops says, the Bloodline segment was great. Jay and Sammy putting on an acting clinic. Solo as executioner was a good touch. And Heyman completely threw Sammy under the bus like he's Cartman. He did. It was great. It was phenomenal. I, I would was, not want to be in a case against Paul Heyman. He'd be like, look at her, the way that she I did know. this. You're guilty. When 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 uh, Roman Reigns said not guilty. For now. <laughs> it hit. It now. hit. 
<laughs> yeah, that was very good. That was very thanks good. to thanks to Gamer Bro on uh, Twitch for sending us a Twitch raid on twitch.tv slash fightful gaming. Big thank you. Let's talk about this Usos Judgment Day match. I haven't even done an ad read and we're almost half an hour in because this first segment was so killer, Denise. Yeah. And this was a super sports entertainment segment. I love that Adam Pierce is just like, yeah, we're just gonna allow the free bird rule during tag matches for a while. And it it didn't really make a lot of sense for the, the gauntlet match because the point of the gauntlet match is the luck of the draw. And Finn Balor got hurt. Dominic stepped in. Adam Pierce allowed it. But this, because of that, made a little bit more sense because the only reason Judgment Day is in this position is because they were allowed to free bird. So they can't really be that mad that Jay Uso or, or the Usos like weren't able to finish this match either. Now, Cam says, I thought throwing up the X meant it was a real injury. What happened? Well, Cam, they know that you know that. So that's why they did it. So if they are planning a spot ahead of time, they say, oh, we'll throw up the X or something like that. Well, they know it's not real. It's, it's planned out. So no big deal. Oh, boy. This was so much fun, Denise. Dominic Mysterio picking the bones the entire match. I, ha I saw people say, well, who's the heel? I don't care. I was interested. I was invested. Who's the heel? I don't know, but I knew who the babyface was, Denise. And the babyface was outside the ring for most of this match until he got in the match when Sami Zayn came in. Denise, I was sold on a finish five times during this match. What did you think as this was happening? Okay, so this was my initial thought. When, obviously, I figured that Sami Zayn would be offering himself up to, you know, replace Jimmy, right? My prediction at this point was that it was going to be Sami Zayn's fault that they lost the titles. That's what I thought was going to happen. I thought, okay, you know, Priest and Dominic Mysterio are going to win here. I thought, okay, Rhea Ripley is going to do something to Sami Zayn. Uh, it's going to cause Sami Zayn to end up losing. And then Roman's going to be super pissed at him. That was my prediction going into this match. So I kind of held on to it the entire way through. So by the time there was numerous times where I, I, I didn't know how I was going to react. Let me tell you, I don't think I would have been too happy because there was a multiple times where I thought that Dominic was actually going to get the win and get it on and pin Sami Zayn. There was numerous times where I thought, oh my God. I mean, I know that it would, you know, story-wise, okay, fine, I get it, but I did not want to see that. And let me tell you, my nerves, they were very, <laughs> I was a nervous wreck during this match and it got me, it got me so good. And so, I mean, I loved this. I loved that I fell for all of these times where I thought that Dominic was actually going to pin um, Sami Zayn. And what can I say? Like, finally, you know, when we see Sammy and Jay pull up the teamwork and whatnot and Sammy, Sammy getting the win, this was great. I was so happy that they got the win. It, 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 this was a fun ride. This was a roller coaster of a match for me. This was unbelievably good. And again, this was very, very sports entertainment like like centric. And I loved that. I loved it. I, I was I was I bit on the finish multiple times from both sides. And I, it was one of those things where I think that either booking decision would have been really, really good, Denise. Sami Zayn losing the title for the That's Uso. what I thought. I, I thought it would have helped with the Bloodline storyline and exactly. basically being like, oh, shit. So that's why I thought that they were going that direction. And so, like I said, so because I predicted that, 
I kept thinking it was going to happen throughout the entire match. And I was scared. I was so scared. And I would have been so pissed, though, for reals, if I would have seen Dominic pin Sami Zayn. I'm sorry. I don't care how they would have done it. Sure. I like part where he had his foot up on the foot, his feet up on the rope. Uh, I would have been so pissed. <laughs> the ooze is loose says the Dominic 619 should be the 309.5 since he runs at half speed. Well, I'll tell you what added hey, a lot. We're to prison, Dom. Now, okay. When they handed Sammy the SmackDown tag titles, and he hesitated to hold them up, and then he did, and he like kind of looked at him. He's like, "Damn, these are nice." And there's another element of this. I wonder if they'll ever bring up, and maybe they won't, because Brian Danielson was in the ring at the time. But Kevin Owens said it was like almost two years ago. He's like, "Man, I've always wanted to be." tag team champions and i've never held the tag titles here and he pitched a tag team with daniel bryan that did not happen so this is a goal of his as well really good living dead frank says my fellow imagine my fellow montrealer pulling it off you ever talked to many people from montreal denise me yeah no they'll greet you in like the most semi-aggressive way they'll be like hey look at this fucking guy and i'm like what do i do and then they'll hug you that's the, the case uh joel what's the percentage wood says wwe has had a baby face problem for a while but after the rumble they could have four mega baby faces cody seth sammy and ko yeah seth is over big time he keeps finding ways to get over Little and he had to keep cool. finding ways to get over with vince mcmahon booking where they would just crap on people and make baby faces look dumb now he's in an era where they're like, oh, you know, maybe we should make these people likable and, and entertaining as well. Steve Fullhart says, don't think Sammy will be rumbling. Double stretcher job for KO and Sammy and after Sammy doesn't take out KO. I mean, they could absolutely stretch it out some more, but I think Sammy's got to be the one to, to make the turn. He's got to be the one to do it. Now, if he does it and the crowd is fired up and then the whole bloodline comes out and attacks him, I think that could work too. I think there there can be even but more does it layers. Make sense now though, because Jay because of Jay basically defending him here today, because he could have just not defended him. God damn, I don't know, and I, I love. I feel like it would knowing. make more sense now for Sami Zayn to be the one to turn on to turn on them, even though it would be messed up for Jay also because he stood up for him. I think it would mean more to me if Sami turned on the bloodline. I love that we don't know. I love that it's not. I mean, predictable isn't bad if it's good. I know. There's so many good options here. There's so many ways that they can go that I think could be good. And I actually trust this regime to go that direction. Whatever direction that is, it is a, you know what? I'm going to see how this works and, and, and be like around for the ride. Like very excited for it. Miguel says he can see Sammy eliminating the Usos and then Solo eliminates Sammy. The final two will be Solo versus Cody with Cody winning. I think that I don't think might... they'll make it that obvious or that predictable. Yeah. I think it's a little too predictable. So I wouldn't I wouldn't go that direction. I would I would think of something a little bit more different for the bloodline. The line drive says, my bet, Sammy will be tasked with winning the Rumble from the number one spot to ensure Roman doesn't have to defend the title at Mania as a test of his loyalty. I mean, if I had to set somebody number one, I'd probably set Solo as number one. And I would. That's true. I like that. Like if he if he came in, for example, at number one, but then Roman was all, if you win, I don't know. 
yeah. something along those lines. That would be interesting. You could have Roman pull strings, right? To right, have like yeah. one, 10, 20, 30, all be bloodline people. Like that way he's got them peppered all throughout the show. Pro Wrestling Podcast, who sponsored the, the Fightful Awards, says the bloodline segment was a roller coaster of emotions. We're 35 minutes in. This is all anybody wants to talk about, and I love it. It's all I want to talk about, too. I mean, there's a couple other things I want to talk about, but mostly this. We're going to go in and out of talking about this because right now what we're going to talk about is NordVPN.com slash Fightful, Denise. I'm going to uh, Rupp Arena this week. I'm going to San Antonio this week. I got a layover. I don't even know where the hell my layover is, but I got one of those as well. Almost had to go to Kansas City for this game, but you know what? Unsecured Wi-Fi is dangerous. Not when you use NordVPN.com slash Fightful, though. Protect your data, block online trackers and annoying pop-up ads, and get four additional months free on a 30-day money-back guarantee on a deal that's already going to save you money. That UFC pay-per-view this past weekend, I got it at one-sixth of the price of what you're paying here in the States because I used NordVPN.com slash Fightful. The fastest VPN in the world it works on all your devices so when i'm traveling i'm going to have my surface pro i'm going to have my phone and i'll be able to use nordvpn.com slash fightful on both of those Uh, i'll be able to use it on my smart tv downstairs on this computer i've got right in front of me all my devices have this you'll want to use this it's a very versatile option for your pc for your phone for your router any of those things can cure a lot of your your online ailments, so to speak. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. See what Fightful and Huffington Post and BuzzFeed and so many others are talking about. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. William Rabb says, odds on Austin in the Rumble and potentially winning. I would say they're pretty low. For me, I don't. Least. I don't want to see Austin win the Rumble. I really don't. Um, but I would say. Yeah, I always say I wouldn't want stuff. I, I never say I don't want stuff because I know that in the moment I'm gonna get carried away and I'm gonna be like, ah, sure, that was great. sure. Well, I'd be excited to see Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> in the Rumble, chucking somebody over probably because he ain't taking that bump over the top rope. Like, I'm sorry, well, I, I cannot not you know mark maybe, out for Austin. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Austin took a back body drop or a suplex on the concrete so anything's possible ryan martin says any guesses on rumble surprises for both matches okay i I won't have a lot on this i know a lot of you want to talk about it but there's a lot of spots russell vote said wwe is more than pleased with the surprises they have lined up i haven't heard of a single surprise all i was told was they were told to pitch unconventional surprises this time what that means i don't know i don't bad bunny i mean they did that last year uh, well, who else would be unconventional John, and interesting? I was going to say Johnny Knoxville, but they did that last year too. I think Logan Paul could be one. I think he could probably be one because they wanted him to train for a match. FightfulSelect.com reported that as well. I'm um, still thinking. I, I would love Cardona. That would be a really good one. Uh, the Great Muta is the one that sticks out to me. I so badly want to see the Great Muta live. Very, very badly. On the women's side, I think it'll be NXT people and maybe like, They've done legends to death, to death. Like last year was so much like on the inside the Royal Rumble three feature, Denise, I looked at it and like eight or nine of those legends they brought back lasted less than a minute. Yeah, I don't hate it. I feel like there's some that I do like to see, you know, come in. 
But Nick I don't Aldis. know if there's anybody where I would literally I don't know. I'm trying to see what unconventional would be. I hope unconventional unconventional means interesting too. Not just uh, like all this oddball. Reminder, guys, get your super chats, get your humper chats in pro wrestling podcast says I don't feel like we needed another Cody vignette. That time could have been replaced with the women's cage match, but I mean they didn't expect for what happened to happen. And we will talk about that momentarily. But to say, oh, well, you should have cut a vignette for a person at the very, very top of the card. There are other things that should have been cut, and we'll get to that. Well, backstage, we got a game of poker going on. The Godfather is is at the door of Ron Simmons, and he's not letting Baron Corbin in with JBL. Barry Corbin. Barry Corbin, uh, also known as That Stooge. That Stooge. By the way, D Burns says no mention of head stooge number one. Yes, I've I heard also, I heard the Chelsea Green gimmick is legit hilarious. I'll tell you off air because there's only so much I can say, but um, because I don't have it confirmed yet, but I heard it was funny. Okay, heard it was funny. Uh, but we got a poker game inside. You got Medusa. You got DDP. You got Ted DiBiase. IRS. Baron Corbin wins a bunch of money. IRS takes it. That was my was- favorite part. This is harmless fun right here. Because tax season's coming up, and I know that I'll be. Some of us are going to be feeling that pain. I'm going to send to Denise what I heard about. Oh, I love when I get secrets on the air because then I have to make my secret face. <laughs> this sounds like a pretty good gimmick, Shut right? Uh, right? Really? Yeah. Really? Okay, that's not what I was expecting. I mean, she, but do you think that's going to? Oh, but okay. If it's, she still if it's knows, done, like where we're all in on the joke and not like, yes, you yes. know, I mean, she feel- still no sells me on it. And acts, I mean, acts like isn't signed or anything, but the woman's okay. been signed for months. She's been signed for months. Uh, Cody says San Antonio HBK number 30. Uh, buddy, Kevin Owens tried. He tried to get a match out of Shawn Michaels. He wouldn't do it. So the, the segment stuff, that was harmless fun. But I'll tell you what else I thought was fun. L.A. Knight came out. He talked some trash about Bray Wyatt. He says, if any of those legends want to come out here and get their ass whipped, come on out. Now, before this show, we had reported a couple things. I'd reported there had been multiple discussions of, of characters, of undertakers that would, would be here. They had his hat and his coat sent. I just guess in case shit happened. But instead, what we got was for the first time in 20 years, the American Badass Undertaker. I love the American Badass Undertaker, Denise. I mean, we haven't, you could maybe say that in the Boneyard match, we kind of saw it, sort of elements of of it. But I loved American Badass Undertaker. Was his work good? Hell no, it wasn't good. It was he was lazy as hell, but I loved it. I didn't care. I I just thought it was so cool that shitty venom vest or denim vest that he wore. Oh man, I loved it so much. So he Had comes it been out. Leather, you would have eaten it. Exactly, damn right I would have. But. Your reaction to American Badass Undertaker. Well, first of all, I had a reaction to the dong. <laughs> you had a because, reaction to the dong, huh? Because, and it was funny because in my notes I wrote, Taker's dong hits. Whoa. <laughs> because of the dong. 
Listen. Okay, because I w- when LA Knight was calling out a legend, I wasn't really expecting The Undertaker, listen, to be honest. Listen, in this listen, I'm sorry, moment. Denise. I got to cut you off because Damn. If, you're wor- if you're worried about hitting your dong with your razor, check out our friends at manscaped.com and the code FIFO. Protect that dong from the dangers of being hit. You don't want to look like you're in a steel cage match. You don't, maybe you'll look like you're in the one tonight. No damage, anything like that. But you know what? It's a lot better with manscaped.com and the code Fightful because it's not just your dong. It's everything in the bathroom, including your beard. They have the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Right now, you can save 32% and get free shipping when you use the code Fightful. It comes with the Beard Hedger, an AC adapter and USB-C cable, beard shampoo, beard conditioner, beard oil, beard balm, a travel bag, and even on top of that, they got the free gift. It's got a beard brush, a beard comb, and a beard scissors inside the beard accessory pack. They're taking care of you all in the bathroom. They listen to you. They said, you know what? We're going to get your beard straight to manscaped.com and the code FIGHTFUL. And you can also get free boxers, a toiletry bag, and free shipping with the purchase of the Performance Package 4.0 or the Platinum Package 4.0. Manscaped is fantastic here. Your dong will be hitting right with manscaped.com and the code FIGHTFUL. Thanks for that, Denise. I appreciate that. You're so welcome. the Undertaker's dong hits. So they, they, they doubled up here. They got the benefit of that dong hitting real good, but then American Badass hits... And you get like an extra pop out of that, Denise. Yeah, and I like the second the uh, you know the you saw it on the Tron and everything that was really cool, and you can already start to see the you know the bike and everything getting ready to come out. So that was pretty fun. And I mean, all of this was really great. But my just talking about my initial reaction to this was just, oh snap, it's the Undertaker in this particular moment here. And then when he took long to come out because they took a while and they were. Uh, I'm wondering if there was some sort of issue with the bike or something because yeah, they went to the camera, they had the shot, you ha- you saw the American badass thing, and then afterwards, like you can kind of see the bike sticking out, but then afterwards they like change their minds, they go back to the crowd again, and then we come back again to Taker. So I did notice a little bit of uh, some sort of production error there. I don't know what was going on, but um, but yeah, that was my re- my reaction was just okay. You know what? That's cool. And if you're gonna bring the, you know, you want to spice things up and make things feel a little extra special. And I think this was also part of the show that made me feel like anything can happen on the show. As something as small as bringing, you know, bringing this back to me, kind of made me go, oh, you know what? I, anything can happen on the show. And it's been a while since I kind of felt that way. I loved this segment. Like they, they gave us something different. We've seen the undertaker come out and do his million minute entrance and all that stuff. Bray Wyatt comes out and it was a literal passing of the torch undertaker quite literally grabbed LA Knight by the throat and passed him to Bray Wyatt. Then we need to talk about the Joe Rogan part where he mentioned the Joe Rogan interview. I wasn't expecting (laughs) LA Knight to say that. I love it. He was like, you say that people in the back are soft. I agree. So do you think LA Knight's carrying knives? What? That's what Undertaker said. He was like, we used to carry oh, knives oh, oh, and yeah, weapons. Oh, yeah, yeah, From the interview. Come on. From the when men were men. <laughs> I yes. forgot. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, no. Tonto, we... see. What? 
Why are you yelling you at me? Cat? Do you hear my cat? No, I don't yeah, hear like... your cat. Okay. Well, anyways, I don't. And, you, and the, the tight pants that Allie Knight has, you honestly think he's going to be shanking people? Maybe. It ain't going to happen. Maybe. Maybe he will. I don't I think my, so. But anyways, Allie uh, Knight, to me, mentioning the whole situation about what Undertaker mentioned on his Joe Rogan podcast or his interview with Joe Rogan. I was a little bit surprised by that, but I ended up getting the irony in, in not the irony, but the, the, the whole point was to prove his point. Yeah. Right Ali Knight basically back out of a challenge with the undertaker and in turn being too soft to actually confront the undertaker. That was the whole thing. Can't believe you didn't watch Impact when they were in Mexico and LA Knight went Tonto, see, over and over again. It was great. It was phenomenal. It was great. So this was a literal passing of the yeah torch, Denise. Yeah, you think that's what it was? Was this officially? It, yeah. It? Yeah. Now, okay, what do just you think? Sure. What do you think that he whispered in Ray's ear? Do you think he went, Tommy? Yeah. I don't know what he said. I just saw a bunch of people making really funny jokes and there was people with some really good ones. And I appreciate everyone who left some really funny stuff on Twitter, but I don't have a good one. I haven't thought of anything funny. I bet he said, no, I don't know why you're not fair. I give you my love, but you don't care. I think that's what he said. Cool. And then as he walked away, he looked back at Bray and he said, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me no more. That's probably what he said. Or he, he whispered in his ear, Bengals by 14. That's probably what he said. I don't know. Maybe he started busting out the Spice Girls. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I doubt it. I doubt it. Hey, that's what? That Taker doesn't look like he's a fan of the Spice Girls? No. Joseph Correy <laughs> asked if I found, found out what he mumbled. No, and I'm sure that he didn't say whatever it is they're going to say that he said. He probably just North said, what up? Because <laughs> he's whispering what conspiracy up? theories. Anti and Brick says, subscribe to Fightful. Oh, whispering makes me uncomfortable. Really? Yeah, I don't I believe like that. It. Dante says, carting out Taker to putt around the ring like Clay from Sons of Anarchy felt so corny. I disagree. I love this. We haven't seen this Undertaker in a very, very long time. In a very long time. Dante says, Raw 50, who will be the big legend pops? Ooh, uh, probably Roman. Probably Seth. Um, I'm just hoping I, I'm still here. You think we'll still be running? <laughs> Will we still be here doing a Raw Po show? I know I'll be here until at least 2030 because my contract says so. Izzy <gasps> says, this is your dong now. <laughs> this is your <laughs> Oh, this my God. This is your dong now. <laughs> oh, man. And somebody says that Undertaker um, tweeted what he told him. Really? Moments defines history. This one was special. He didn't, no, he didn't all that in he that little whisper. He didn't, Heidi Ho, he didn't tweet like he did. Listen, I love you. Thank you for the five bucks. But what what the hell? What do we he didn't say moments define this industry? This one was special. He didn't say that. <laughs> he didn't say that at all. What if he was just like boop? I will say uh, Undertaker did sneaker shopping with Complex, which I watch all the time. And he said, he tweeted it and put digging holes, buying souls. Get it? Does he run his own Twitter account? Hell no. 
Hell no. With his rheumatoid arthritis fingers, there ain't no way. That's so mean, Sean. That is so mean. Get out of here. Okay, but as long as your thumbs are working, you're good. Oh, my God. There ain't no way. Oh, no. He How moved around pretty well. How am I supposed to know well. if Undertaker runs his own Twitter account or Come not? On. You never know. Get Come out on. of you here. You don't know that. He could be, I don't know. Maybe Somebody he's says, wait, TikToker. he has arthritis? He's 60. He he's could just 60. swipe. He could be on TikTok <laughs> and just swipe. Oh, man. Or on Instagram, just double tap. Oh, my God. <laughs> Clay Bondra says thoughts on the Raw 30 Blue Dabba D song. Uh, I mean, it was the, the it was a sample of it, but I don't have any problem with it at all. I I like that they played uh, a lot of the old themes. Yeah, like they, they had some they had of the full metal stuff. The nation. Yeah, I mean, I like that. It made me miss them an awful lot. But I miss all the songs. I don't really care for this current Raw theme song. Like, I need something with more energy. You know? Yeah. Miguel says, take her to Bray. Bengals covering the spread. Yeah. Shauna says, I think Jay is in on it. The master plan to make Sammy think that Jay's finally on his side. That crossed my mind. That my, did cross my mind. Yeah. And Shauna says, Sammy's task will be to help Roman retain. That's brilliant. Because, I mean, if Sammy really wants to sell it or really wants to prove himself, um, I, yeah, it's it's very it's just so interesting i'm so captivated by this story victor says with the usos defending their titles separately thoughts on roman possibly having separate title matches at mania okay so if he's facing the rock that ain't happening or austin that ain't happening he'll have one match if it's what we see now like which might not be oh what if they do with sammy and cody where they get eliminated but they both touch the floor at the same time type of deal and then that's why they they get roman versus sammy roman versus cody night one night two they could there's so many options well there were not a lot of options for becky lynch and bailey this uh fightfulselect.com reported tonight this was supposed to go two segments however the bloodline stuff went over a big time, big, big, big time. And basically it was presented to them. Well, you can have uh, an angle to set up something in the future, or you can have basically a, a one or two minute cage match. So let's rock with the angle. So Bailey and damage control end up beating up Becky Lynch. Um, Nerd Gru says, what a train wreck. Bex and Bailey deserve better. The line drive says the first hour was amazing. Shame they killed a cage match with a month-long build and the show's momentum because they decided it needed to be cut for 40 minutes of poker and a pointless Bianca match. King of the North says women's cage match getting cut is rough, buddy. Chris Hart says women's cage match getting cut was not cool. And KE775 says, do you expect them to do Becky Bailey Elimination Chamber or at Raw, maybe at Barclays? I think it will probably headline an upcoming Raw. If I were to guess, Denise. It has to. Yeah, for sure. I think they're I, definitely going to make up for it. You, They have to, the, obviously. The Charlotte, Rick, Bianca, Sonia segment that we saw later on from start to finish was 20 plus minutes, Denise. 20 plus minutes for Charlotte's new feud to lose again, by the way. 
So, so why am I supposed to want to see Sonya Deville in a world title match? I, I'm wondering that because they, they keep working that. Charlotte's already beat her, by the way. We'll get to that later. They, there are other things they could have taken time from to do this. I, I did think this was poor time management from WWE. Yeah, and unfortunately, I hate to say it, but the Bianca Sonya match, the crowd was just not interested at all. People were like just sitting there. Sonya hasn't won a singles match since like 2019. And I feel bad because I do think that her character is really good in terms of she's like a really her. good heel and all of that. But unfortunately, it wasn't enough to really keep the crowd sustained in terms of feeling this was a different type of Raw, obviously. And I just feel like this is really when the, the show started going downhill was that third hour. And it doesn't bode well when on SmackDown, women can't even get on the show each week like or it's a two-minute segment so this didn't play well with an awful lot of people and i understand it hunter tillman sent a good super chat and said the bellas aren't happy really bummed we didn't get to see the steel cage match between becky and bailey nostalgic episode with so many great legends and lots of amazing action and storytelling tribal court was my favorite so yeah the bellas didn't seem happy i haven't seen uh the the quote um yet but i know it's being worked on if anybody can drop like specifically what they said because tk i'm trying to find out tk says after the bella's ig live comments is it safe to say we won't see a rumble return from them should have been limp biscuit theme for taker so I'm yeah i love that out, song like, yeah i'm trying to find out what it is they they said because i've been on the air since i kind of found out about that come but, on sean you're the dirt sheet boy you're supposed to know all of this stuff well, here we go lack of evolution clips Nikki says, another good memory on Raw. How come they didn't showcase anyone from the Evolution? And Bree says, but also the way we did our matches on there. And then Nikki said, well, because Sasha is in it. And they're like, well, we can't. And then Bree says, the Bellas. There's a bunch of us. Nikki says, Mercedes is too over. We can't say her name. Bree says, there's a couple of others. And Soraya, there's a bunch of us they don't want to show. That's fine. Yeah, I mean... They don't they need They said all this on what? IG Live? IG Live. And I mean, oh, they wow. don't need they don't need WWE. Absolutely not. Don't need WWE. So I'm not surprised that they said this, but they were advertised for this at one point, but then got yeah. pulled. So um You know why? Mr. Big Dude says they showed Sasha in the intro. Well, there you go. They probably didn't watch the damn show. Probably didn't watch the damn show, I would imagine. Dream Ninja says, sad the cage match got cut because of the epic opening segment, but if it leads to Becky Bailey and Piper Alba versus or Piper and Alba versus EO and Dakota at Mania, not gonna be mad at it. Fun show overall. I wouldn't doubt that we would see a six-woman tag out of that as well, but it's very clear Becky needs to bring in reinforcements. So to me, Piper and Alba are right there, Denise. They are ready to go. I feel like this could be a blessing in disguise in terms of the storytelling for this feud. So I, I'm, I'm, I have my hopes up for this one still. Force of Will says, cage match cut for time. Bianca, Sonia, match that wasn't needed. 10-minute Cody promo repeating the last three weeks. Predictable and lame main event. How was the last two hours not a wet fart? Uh, because entertainment is subjective. The last hour was a wet fart. I wouldn't include that second hour. I thought the second hour was still good. The last hour was when it went downhill. There were a couple things I liked in the last hour, but I mean, subjective I entertainment. I liked Brock coming back. Jay Zero says, do you put on KO and Roman last, or is the men's rumble first to avoid takeover in support of Sammy? It is all about the story. 
And honestly, I think everybody knows that KO is not winning this match. So I don't think you put it on last. But I could be I could be persuaded. Joel, what's the percentage? Wood says, would a forbidden door entrant be unconventional? What about Naomi? Yes, it absolutely could be unconventional. And I think that Naomi could pop up there again. Joel also says, I heard Chelsea always wanted to recreate the Mickey James stalker fan gimmick. They already uh, did a lot of that in, in Impact, but um, that was a storyline that should have happened. Mickey getting a dose of her own medicine uh, based on... Uh, that was such a good story idea. But this is not that. But it, uh, from what I heard, it should be good. Matthew England says, thoughts on Kevin Patrick? Seems like a nice guy. I don't think he's lead ma announcer material. Seems more monotone during the bigger moments. I agree I, with that statement because yeah. that is one of the things that I've noticed is that it's the same tone throughout the entire show. And I'm sorry, but I love people with high energy, especially in these positions. I love people that just make things feel more exciting and match the energy of whatever it is that we're seeing. And I don't, I, I think he's great in, in other aspects of it, but no, I think this is too high level. I think they should take a look at some of the people that they've had in the past and see how they could perform without Vince McMahon in their ear. And when they're told yes. to not act a certain way, because I mean, Michael Cole is coaching a lot of these people, but Michael Cole is coaching them, was coaching them to do it how Vince wanted to do it. So I would love to see like, like how Vic Joseph does it in, on raw or Tom Phillips or somebody like that. Like I would, yes, I would really like that. Daniel says, any chance WWE swerves and it's someone other than Cody, Sammy, Seth, Rock? If so, who's your dark horse? If I had to say a dark horse, maybe Gunther or something, but I don't think it's Oh, I like that one as a dark horse. Yeah, I'll steal that answer. But there's always a possibility. Like, wouldn't it be amazing if, like, Big E popped up? Yeah. And like, holy shit, he's back. Here we go. Pavement Cut Your Hair says... Do you two still have heat over the GCW Battle Royal? Why did you eliminate and low blow paywall sap? I don't know, man. Where are we at on that? Can you believe that was not like that? That wasn't even that long ago. We didn't get an award for that either. It's kind of we weird. We didn't even get nominated. We didn't get nominated either. Uh, I did have somebody that asked me to send that to them today, though. That send was, what? That was the clip. Because somebody has isolated it and put it on YouTube, which I think is very funny. But uh, yeah, it's got you Should like introduced. Huh? Should I be worried? No, no, not at all. Oh, Mr. Nice. Uh, we we did a we did a great podcast on that. I think what's the best podcast we've ever done together was the one where we recapped the GCW thing and yeah, like how that all went down. That was a lot. I of fun. still talk about that. It's that's you know everybody has that story that they keep talking yeah. about. That's my story that I keep. It was talking a fun about. one. It was a fun one. What's the percentage Wood says by Nikki's logic? They didn't want to show Sasha, but they were cool showing multiple stars currently signed to their rival promotion. Make it make sense. Yeah, I don't think that was even a consideration for them at all. Like, I don't think that it mattered at all. Mr. Nice Guy says, Sammy and Cody shouldn't interact at all in the Rumble or any point leading to Mania. The groundswell of support for Sammy is reaching a critical level we saw with Brian in 2013-14. The Bloodline story is becoming a Roman and Sammy thing. Dangerous stuff. I do think there's a big groundswell of support, but I cannot possibly even begin to compare it to Daniel Bryan for a couple of reasons. WWE did not want Daniel Bryan in the spot that he was in. They fought it until the very bitter end, until they didn't have a choice. 
until they didn't have a choice anymore. Read Brian Danielson's book. There are still people that thought that that was some masterful work. No, they never wanted it to be Brian Danielson. They never wanted it to be Daniel Bryan. They fought it the whole way through. Pavement Cut Your Hair says possibility of Simon Miller in a Rumble match. I'd love that. I love Simon. He's, He's great. so nice. Yeah. He's He is such a funny dude. A great talent. Is Morrow a possible return for the announced team at some point? I would love that. I I, I liked Morrow. I, I love Morrow. I think him without Vince in his ear would be really, really great. But I I, I loved his energy. I know he got criticisms, but hey, at the end of the day, everyone's going to get criticisms. I loved Morrow and I I would love to see him, you know, back. But I think he's, you know, on to bigger things as well. Minoru Suzuki isn't under contract, right? Give me Suzuki, Sheamus, and Gunther beating the piss out of each other in the Rumble, says. Uh, God, can you imagine? Yeah, that's what uh, D's sent. I would love that, but I don't think that they would bring in Suzuki. I, I don't think they would. In Simmons says, with this storyline, how do you have Cody win the Rumble? The payoff can't be the tag title match. It's clear Roman is pulling all the strings. Uh, also, great idea with both being eliminated, Denise. I, I could see the double elimination, but I don't. I mean, I think that them that him teaming up with his longtime best friend to knock off the record-setting tag champions could be. Uh, I just think that between now and the time that the Usos lose the titles, it needs to be established that beating them means something because they've lost a lot of matches. They've lost a ton. That's why I keep saying that them getting pinned eleven times in two-on-two matches is not optimal. I don't know what's going to happen with this man, but this is the thing. When you have a story like this that everybody loves, you got to take care of it, man. You got to protect it. It's like literally like walking with an egg on your head. You know, you got to balance it, take care of it and make sure it doesn't fall and crack and break. So that's, that's how I, that's how I hope they're treating this storyline with the bloodline with a lot of thought and, you know, being very careful with what they do and whatnot, because it's going to be exciting and people are looking forward to it. I'll tell you something else I love. This DX segment. DX comes out to the ring. They go through their intro. They're like, the road dog, Jesse James. The badass Bill. And then they look over to where Billy Gunn would be standing. And (laughs) Kurt Angle's just in the ring, chilling, Denise. This is one of the best Kurt Angle segments in a long time. This was, this felt like. All great, Sean, all of them. But I mean, this felt like a great callback to his comedic timing and it didn't feel like it was overproduced. Like a lot of it, like when he was the general manager, there were a couple great segments like Triple H punching him while he's like looking off was hilarious. But a lot of it felt overproduced. This felt really, really good. And they just trusted these guys. And he's like, I've always wanted to be in DX (laughs) and I love it. I want to see him keep popping up as like that guy because, you know, there's, there's that hilarious picture of him in the shield, which yes. is so fun. I want to see him do this a lot, like all the time. I want that to be the new running rib. If Dakota Kai is gone one week, I want him in the ring with damage control. I do not care. I would love it if he tried to join the bloodline. Give me all of it. Like at a live event, make that the running bit. I want this, Denise. He does need to join the bloodline now, but you know what would be funny? If we he tried once. once they turn, once Sami Zayn's no longer part of the bloodline, he comes in with a red curly wig or something oh to try gosh. to fill Sami Zayn's spot. <laughs> you know, make it as a joke. So, whatever. I mean, Kurt Angle almost as like a stoogish character could work. 
I mean, Gerald Briscoe was one of the most feared shooters ever, Denise. Like, a lot of people who grew up in the 90s don't realize how intimidating Gerald Briscoe was. Like, he could beat anybody's ass. Pat Patterson is one of the greatest wrestlers, performers of all time, but there's a whole generation, Denise, that know them as the old men with duty streaks in their underwear and doing evening gown matches, like as stooges that don't know them as that. I would love Kurt Angle popping up in Imperium down the line. I would oh love it. Oh my God. Like he changes his allegiance. So to I thought this was hilarious too, because when he first came out and I saw, I, at first I was like, wait, who is that? And then once, cause you know, you're seeing all the graphics flash really fast. And uh -huh. the second that I noticed that it was Kurt Angle, I'm like, okay, uh, okay, fine. Right. But it was funny because when they made the announcements, obviously he wasn't announced whatsoever. And at first I was like, man, did they just forget to announce Kurt Angle? Oh, that's awkward. But then I realized yeah. like, oh, this is part of the bit what, what whatnot, right? And it was so simple. It was so simple. Him just saying that he's always wanted to be part of DX. It was funny. It, was, it wasn't a necessarily a funny line. It was a funny delivery. Imagine him in the Hurt business. Imagine him with maximum male models, Denise. Imagine him wearing eyeliner for Judgment Day. Imagine him, uh, like, any and all teams. Not Most the Lotharios. maximum male models. Don't yes. you dare do that to Kurt Angle. No. Do it. Him with No. Listen, listen. No. What if Hit Row goes, we've heard you rap before. And they have okay, him out there rapping where He can come out and rap and he can do his whole little uh, sexy Kurt thing, whatever. The but Viking no Raiders? The male models. Oh, I would love him he with maximum male models. They're not doing the turkey leg thing anymore. He could come out eating the turkey oh, leg. Jesus. They're not doing that no more. Who else? Every I want it every week, Denise, with a new act. Every single week. And they always lose. Whoever he's with always loses. And he's like, well, on to the next one. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, Pavement Cut Your Hair says should have had Main Event Mafia reunion tonight. They're missing too many pieces for that, um, unfortunately. So we get a, a match, by the way, because DX does not want to fight Imperium, who come out and confront them. So instead, Seth Rollins comes out to a monster pop, monster pop. Then the Street Profits. They really should have done that reverse, I think, because the Seth Rollins pop compared to the, the Street Profits, I think you probably should have reversed that. But Imperium, Street Profits, Rollins had a fun match. Angelo Dawkins doing that goddamn dive, 120 miles an hour. Wow. That looks impressive every week. Um, I, I thought this was just a, a blast. I thought this was a really great segment. Yeah. Okay. So there was a lot that I liked from this too. Um, obviously the funny bit when they were ignoring Kurt Angle too, where they were all doing their huddle and Kurt was like, I got an idea. I've got an idea. And then, you know, this all leads to the six man and then Teddy long coming out and being like, Oh, this is what we're going to do. Triple H basically saying the line about booking and all of that was really funny as well. Um, the match itself. I loved, there were certain moments that I loved too. And one of them was um, Montez Ford 
going like super crazy and just like speeding, doing those really yes. speedy chops onto uh, Giovanni Vinci when he was doing all of that. That was pretty funny. Uh, but I liked too that right after we got Dawkins doing his dive to the outside, all of a sudden you just see Montez Ford and he's doing his little Superman pose as he goes out there. Uh, that was pretty fun as well. The whole combination that Gunther did to Seth Rollins where he chopped him, drop kicked him, and then power bombed him and then went for the pin and ended up being a near fall. That was probably my favorite part of the actual match. But Rollins hitting the angle slam and having Kurt Angle like kind of mark out for it, that was pretty funny too. Uh, him hitting the pedigree, all of that. I thought they, they did a really good job at just making this match feel feels, feel pretty fun because, you know, it's not every day we get uh, to see Seth in, in this, you know, matchup here. Line drive wants to see Kurt Angle with Legato trying to do Lucha. He Joel says... Maximum male models have been in search of a third model on YouTube. I need Kurt Angle to submit his application. Come on, man. I want Judgment it. Day. Said I know. With him with, in his ear. I, want, I need him with eyeliner out there with Judgment Day. <laughs> a little bandana. And him go up, go, like, go up to Dominic and be like, you know, I've done some hard time myself. I would love that. Ric Flair comes out, introduces Charlotte. That way, in a few months, we can see her uh, kick him in the nuts again or something. And he'll cry. <laughs> TK says, the Charlotte segment time should have been given to Bailey and Becky. You think we'll see this match again at some point? Was looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely, you'll see that match. But uh, Charlotte says that Raw is her home. Bianca comes out. She's like, no, I go here now. I run this. But they're both baby faces. So then Sonya comes out. I like Sonya Deville a lot. I like her a lot. I think she's a great performer. They've got her in a feud for the SmackDown Women's Championship that she has already lost a match for, has already been beaten by Charlotte for that title. Already happened. She has not won a singles match in years. So there was no real reason for her to get that title shot anyway, much less continue a feud. So what do they do? They're like, well... Let's bring her in in a foregone conclusion match against Bianca Belair. So now, well, I definitely don't want to see her continue this feud with Charlotte because she just lost to the other champ, too. She's lost to both of these champs. Go get in the Royal Rumble or something. Like, what, what the hell are we doing here? And I love Bianca Belair. I think that Charlotte is, is an undeniable star. I think that Sonya Deville is so good. But this was... It's... it's they cried wolf with Sonya so many times. I don't believe she's going to win. Yeah. Unfortunately, this was just the part of the show that I felt was really did not feel like it served a purpose. It didn't feel special with everything else that had gone on earlier on in the show. And yeah, I'm sorry, but this was just, this was very, very dull. And I think this, I mentioned the third hour being not so great. And this was part of the reason for that. And the crowd was just did not care at all. They didn't care. AE775 says, are they still doing Charlotte versus Sonya at the Rumble? If so, why have Sonya lose tonight? Well, I don't think it's been announced for the Rumble. Uh, Bianca, Bianca versus Alexa has been, though. And Alexa cuts this promo in the mirror that I thought was, you know, it was solid. It was good. Uh, she says that she could rip out uh, Bianca's eyes without Uncle Howdy or Bray. And she's like, well, I'm going to leave your eyes. That way you can see me walk out with your title. I like that line. I thought her promo was pretty solid. I don't think it needed the Bianca thing. Like, I I, re or I think that really, if you had to cut something, you cut that 
Although, you know, they very well could next week on Raw be like, well, we're main eventing with a 25-minute cage match. They could absolutely do that, and that would be a main event quality match. So I understand people are frustrated, but if we get down the line and they don't make good on this, I'll be much more frustrated than I am now. Oh, they're gonna make good on it. I don't. We're in a different regime. I, if this was still Vince, I'd be like, forget it. You ain't never seen that match yep. again. Or you're gonna be. Or at this point, you probably would have already seen it five hundred times. Greek steak sauce says thoughts on zero hours of sleep the past two days. I wish Lil Nate would have been the person that brought out by the little by Nature Boy. Woo. I think he bought uh, some of Rick's hair at one point. Figure four nurse lock says Kurt pouring a bottle of water over his head in slow-mo with maximum male models would make my day. Stop oh, yeah. it. Stop it. Daniel Brown Modeling says, Modeling biting the gold medal. <laughs> Instead of a rose, it's a gold yeah. medal. Yeah, he's seductively. Oh, Daniel Brown. God. Daniel Brown says, Wyatt family reunion. Bray, Braun, Rowan, and Kurt Angle. <laughs> See, I'm there for that. I'm there for that. Cyclops says, let's give uh, props to X-Pac for always looking cool and hip, even at his age. He is cool. He's one of the coolest people you'll ever talk to. Yep. Uh, Sean Waltman is, is a great dude. The Burn Show says, get Sammy away from the bloodline. I want to see KO show up uh, on Friday with his own clip video that plants a seed for Sammy's turn. Well, he showed up and hit Miz with a stunner a couple times. Cut a promo oh, on Roman Reigns. Happened. Yeah, it certainly did. It did. Whoops. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happened on the show. That was another thing that I liked in the second hour or the third hour. I liked Austin or, or Owen showing up. Stunner, stunner. Cut your promo and leave. Schwinner says, do you think KO hints at a title split? Because tonight he said he wanted the universal title. I think they do need to split the titles, but I think the way to split the titles is either in the Rumble or in uh, specifically a match for like a triple threat match. It would have been so easy, Denise, to have Adam Pierce be so, so mad at Roman Reigns for sending the bloodline to screw things up. He said, you know what? You're going to defend one of those championships in the Royal Rumble. And guess who eliminates him, Denise? Who? Sammy fucking Zayn eliminates him. And then somebody else wins the title because I have no problem with people getting eliminated over the top rope. Anybody can do that. I don't think it hurts Roman Reigns at all. Well, I don't know. we've got Lashley being interviewed backstage. He mentions Lesnar and then he faces Austin theory. I wish I could have seen more of this match, Denise, but they cut to commercials up until 10 57 Eastern. So a lot of this match, I didn't get to see. We do get some cool spots, some weapon spots, all that good stuff. How'd you feel about, about what we saw here in the main event before the big return at the end? Honestly, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was great. I think at this point I had kind of given up on the last hour a little bit on the show. I was, you know, kind of doing the half in, half out type of thing deal. I didn't really care for this match just because I was a little bit out of it at this point. Well, Fightful Select had a uh, word today that Theory was going to retain. But they came back from commercial with like two minutes to go. It was very frustrating because I think this could have been a good match. Austin Theory's been doing really good work. And then it felt very rushed. Brock comes out, cleans house, puts Theory on top of Lashley because he wants to beat up Lashley. Okay, cool. But I'll tell you what I want to see. 
I want to see both of them in the Rumble beating the living shit out of each other and eliminating each other. Like, that's what I want to see. Carry this over into the Rumble, but don't have Brock win it. Because last year, boy, that left a bad taste in my mouth. That sucked. I would put I wouldn't put Brock anywhere near that because we just know he's gonna win. And I, I love Brock Lesnar. I'm a fan, man. And even I know that we need to not go there anymore. Um, hey, well, we're we're gonna end the show now before Denise gets her bonus. What so. time is it? Oh wait, no, we got no, I'm time. Just I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, you screwed me over last time. <laughs> Thanks. Tamel says, do you see a story of Brock turning Theory into his mini-me? No, I think that Theory is his own guy now. I think he's advanced past that. Okay, I, can, I just say, I thought the ending was weak of the show. I thought it was weak. That's I'm understandable. You know, there I, was nothing new for me on this. And then Raw, how, like, no, I, I'm sorry. I was not, I didn't feel the ending of this show. Raw is such a low bar, usually, that I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah, but, no, but today's show was a little bit more different. It was special. Greek steak sauce says, was the Brock Purdy line by Heyman a foreshadowing of the Lesnar return? No, Brock Purdy is the quarterback of the, the San Francisco 49ers. Fox actually had him come in and do like a big announcement for Brock Purdy at one point. Uh, I believe Reigns and the Usos are 49ers fans. So that, that worked pretty well. 49ers facing the Eagles and the conference finals next week. The line drive says lethal Lotharios where he tries to be sexy Kurt with them. I, again, I would love all of these. I would love all of them. I know. you. you That's it. I broadcast. got my bonus. I don't so, care. Talk about whatever you want. Well, while, while cat, we're here. I don't care. While we're here, guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. I would greatly appreciate it. It would mean an awful lot. And a reminder, this weekend, or this week on Fightful Select, we're going to have a bunch of content. I did the Backstage Report podcast today. Scott Edwards has a new Japanese wrestling podcast on Select, the Select-style podcast. A lot of you say, why don't you cover this, this, this? If, if you're wondering why, well, we do. Fightful Select has the Weekender podcast with Steven Jensen. We have the list goes on. We have a Q&A every week. This week, uh, Jimmy Van's going to be taking it over. Every other week, Ask Grapsity takes it over. Uh, Rob Wilkins has been doing pay-per-view pre-shows as well. They've got coexisting after dark. There's sour graps twice a week and after the pay-per-view this week. So there's a ton of stuff for Fightful Select subscribers over there. Just $5 a month, an incredible deal. But while we're here, Denise, I feel like because there's five matches, we can go throw back and uh, make our predictions for the Royal Rumble. We have Bray Wyatt, LA Knight, Mountain Dew, Pitch Black match. I've been told there are a lot of neon elements to this match. I could see LA Knight winning and that like adding a little bit of... Oh, God, no, Sean. Take it back. <laughs> no. What, what do you think? What do no, you think? No, I don't Tell like me. it. Just, I don't like it. I don't think he should be defeating Bray Wyatt. There's no way. I mean, so you, you're going with... Uh... I'm going with Bray, of course. You're going with Bray. I think this could lead to a story where Bray loses. I think that would be a bad idea. Mm. Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss. This one seems very, very easy. Um, I'll, I don't think Alexa Bliss is winning this, but... I just you... hope they have a good match because the last time that we saw them wrestle together, it wasn't really the, the best. But yeah, I'm, I, I would be... Sh I could see... No... No, I was going to say, I could see there being more of a possibility for this being Alexa, but I'm I'm going with Bianca. Um, We've got the men's Royal Rumble match. 
Who you got? Sammy, if Sammy's in it. If Sammy's not in it, then Cody. I think that Cody's going to win it too. I think that's the... That's only if Sammy isn't in it. Yeah, I, I just don't see Sammy winning it. Like, I think you're wrong, Sean. Throw throw in a dark horse, though. Can throw I steal yours horse. from earlier? Like, Gunther, Seth Rollins. Sure. Who else? Sure. Who else would be a dark horse? That would be actually believable to win. Uh, by the way, guys, if you're saying your super chat never got read, it helps us to tell us what it is. Um, trying, trying our best, but if Luis can find JZ Rose, that would be very, very helpful. I got Cody as number one, Sammy as number two, and then I've got like a complete out, of, like like an Austin or a Rock number three. That's how confident I am that it'll be one of them. Actually, no, my number three is Seth Rollins. What? What's yeah, wrong man. with you? What? Why? He's super over. Why not? No, but He's why would saying... you put him at number three? Why not? I just think the chances are bigger than that. Of Seth Rollins? No, of, of Sami Zayn. You said Sami Zayn just now. No, I said Sami Zayn at number two. Why don't you listen? You literally said Sami Zayn. I heard you say At Sami number Zayn. two! Yeah, and then you said number three, Sami Zayn, too. No, I said Seth Rollins. Okay, I'm sorry. Never mind. Wrong reaction. Greek says Braun is a two-time Rumble champion because <laughs> WWE counts the greatest Royal Rumble. Uh, woof, woof. He he hurt himself doing uh, going on the flippy flippy dude rant. Really hurt him. Really, really hurt him. Women's Royal Rumble. Rhea. I gotta go with Rhea too. There's nobody else. Who would the other option even be? It's gotta be Rhea. They can Who's have the Charlotte backup option. Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be Rhea. I think it's going to be Rhea. And then Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens. I got Roman Reigns winning this. I don't think with the titles combined, I don't think it's going to happen. Same. Same. AJ Lamb says, percentage Jimmy Van sends SRS to the Super Bowl when the Bengals make it. All right. I'm going to look at Super Bowl tickets right now. We went through second, this last year. On, well, I'll, I'll look at it. I'll evaluate the price. Odds that he sends me are going to be very, very low. Um, the the cheapest tickets are $5,200 before fees right now. So I they don't think down, I'm going to be. They go down. Uh, like right before, so. like right before the last, the last one, I remember checking the prices and they were so low. Like they got like lower than what they were in the beginning. We'll see. We'll see. I've got in a request in case, but uh, Daniel says, Dom men's Rio women's mommy poppy rumble. You, you deserve to be banned for that. And Broadway <laughs> Joe, Broadway Joe says, can't remember the last time raw had a notable main event since cage matches are apparently useless up it to hell in a cell and have them main event raw in two weeks. Give it 25 minutes. I think they, they might have to configure things differently for a hell on a cell. They got to kind of plan on that, I think, which I don't think that they have planned on it. Jay Zero says different question, but what about Jay White or is that too much of a contract issue? I don't know specifically when his contract is up. I don't know if it's up now and he's just working some extra dates next month or if his deal is up after that. So I think it's a possibility. I'm not going to say it's not going to happen at all. So I think it's it's possible. Justice says, fun fact, the earliest Raw you can watch on Hulu is the 2014 throwback episode. 
I feel like this show is a copy and paste of that, but somehow not as good. I enjoyed this show a lot, but the throwback episodes were fun too. I, I thought those were really cool. Do the nostalgia stuff every once in a while. Why not? And why not leave us a thumbs up, guys? This is our longest review in a long time. But there's a lot of fun stuff to talk about. There's going to be fun stuff to talk about all week. Uh, we're going to have a special guest uh, co-hosting the AEW post show this week because I will be at Rupp Arena and uh, we'll be out mingling with the plebs, as Denise says. I would never say that, but she says it all the time. Uh, we will be in San Antonio, both Denise and I, this weekend. So come say hi to us. Uh, just not Denise because she doesn't like you all. Denise, tell the people where they can find you besides anywhere in public. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. Check out my friends at Toy Vomit Tuesday night in Lexington. Brody King, Ethan Pager there. Our friends at KS Bar will have uh, best friends there as well. Until next time, guys. We're out.